If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. What's up, everybody? Ryan McCaffrey with Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. I'm in my street clothes, Sean Finnegan. Got the hat and everything. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> episode 175, for real, because I had another episode that was going to be 175, our outtake show. Right. Too much stuff just went down, and yeah. I happened to be in town, you're in town. Kind this of is, a little impromptu episode here. Yeah, this is uh, this is a special Halo themed episode. I know the cynics will be like, isn't every one of your episodes the Halo episode? Slow news day, I did. <laughs> so, no, dude. no, big news. Uh, so yeah, we decided to convene because we've both spent the weekend playing the early access of the Halo Five multiplayer beta. This is right, which will kick up for everybody that has the Master Chief Collection on December 29th. But they just had it up for three days. Of course, we live-streamed on Friday. I hope a lot of you saw that. And then uh, the other big news that dropped. So Friday was our last sort of official day of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and at 6 o'clock, no, 6.30, I think it was, after I'd already gone home, yeah. I, get, I start getting tweets about ODST. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Come to find out that uh, 343 are making good on their promise to sort of try to make all this right with the Master Chief Collection, you know, craziness. Right. And they are giving away, let's just get right into it, let's start with that news, they're giving away ODST for free to those of you, to anybody who's played Master Chief Collection between launch and, I think it was Friday. Yeah, that day. Whatever day that was. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the ni- 19th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... This is what awesome. He- what do you think of that, man? <clears throat> this is awesome. Like, like you said, the news came super late on th- on Friday. I remember leaving the office, going home, and then sitting down and just out of you know habit, pulling up the IGN website and seeing it there and being like, "Wow, that is interesting news." That statement from Bonnie Ross uh, yeah. really thanked their fans and kind of uh, 
really showed their appreciation for all the people who kind of stood behind it and were playing it and giving their feedback and stuff to see that they're giving Halo 3 ODST and uh, the new a new H2A map actually Relic. That's super cool. Yeah, not and to I'm, be overlooked. That that actually to me is probably just as big a news totally, as ODST. Totally. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, well, why not Reach? Why ODST? ODST sucks. I actually really like ODST. I think you and I are the only people who really sing its praises, but uh, ODST is one of the games that fits into the Halo universe in a very unique way because it's very kind of like moody and jazzy and bluesy. It's got a very different style, but it still feels like Halo. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see them kind of giving it away. Yeah, I, I was shocked by this. I, uh, you know... Were they planning this all along? Remember back at launch, because people kept asking him and asked, well, what about ODST and Reach, the other two Halo first-person shooters? And they always said, no, no, that's not in the plan. And then at one point, Dan Ayub, the executive producer at 343, I think right at about launch, said, well, it's we're thinking about it. You know, we're just, we, we're, we hear people. And now, apparently it's only just started development. I, I think this wasn't planned. Mm. I mean, maybe I'm naive. I know I've been around. I've been doing this a long time, and I should be, I guess, more hardened and jaded. But <laughs> I, I can tell you, I, more certainly with Relic, the new... Right. Of course, Relic, you remember, was one of the downloadable Halo 2 maps. A favorite of yeah, the it's Halo good, 2 it's, community, I would say. It, YouTube it if you don't remember, but it's it's basically an island with a huge structure in the middle, a lot of warthog fun to be had on the outside. Excellent map. I mean, if you'd given me my choice, it's not what I would have picked. Right. I would have rolled with uh, probably Waterworks, which I know is... You mentioned that a lot. I know. I know I'm in the minority on that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Relic, Relic, not a bad choice. But, yeah, when it comes... But I, and I know from, you know, we did IGN first, mm-hmm. our month-long, you know, exclusive coverage package on Master Chief Collection in October... And through all that time, you know, we had Max Hoberman in here, the original multiplayer lead designer on Halo 2, who runs Certain Affinity, right. which is the company that, the studio that made all of these Halo, these six and now seven Halo 2 anniversary maps. And they, over, kind, of, they kind of oversaw all of the multiplayer for Master Chief Collection, it was right? Specifically the anniversary stuff, right. yeah. And, uh, and I had I'd said to him privately, like, man, these, these six maps, because we were getting to play them, and it was like, Everybody knows now they're incredible. The mm-hmm. six, they they feel exactly like Halo Two, even though they're running on new technology. They just captured the feel spe- exactly. They look gorgeous. I was just like, man, I and because in hindsight, Sean Finnegan, tell me if you agree. I think I might have said this at one point. I'm not sure if I said it on the air, but particularly with all of the shenanigans that have come come about with Master Chief Collection. As much as I love being, having the ability to play Halo 1 online for the first time ever, I've always wanted that. Mm-hmm. If given the choice, I think I would have rather had a just Halo 2 anniversary with the campaign we got, right. re- but then all 25 multiplayer maps from Halo 2 redone to that standard that we got. Like, if we'd have gotten that, <laughs> you know, where it's a modern Halo 2 multiplayer that just feels exactly like Halo 2. I would have been in absolute. Not, it's not to not to disparage Master Chief Collection. Totally, but yeah, I think uh, I think Halo Two is definitely the standout favorite. You know, in the Halo community, everyone has the greatest and yeah. fondest memories of it. I don't know. I mean, I kind of am partial to the idea of 
being able to go through the because the first thing I did when I got the Halo Master Chief collection was I went through all the campaigns just back to back, like straight through. Yeah, I realize I'm probably most people are like, Ryan, you are nuts. That is the dumbest thing I mean, you've ever said. I'll bet you about and I've 50, said a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> I'll bet you about 50% of the people out there might agree with you. Like, Halo 2 is that is that massive in the Halo yeah. community. Everyone loves Halo 2 as far as its multiplayer. To get all of those maps, all 25, at the <laughs> anniversary treatment, that'd be way. really, really cool. Because they are so beautiful yeah. uh, in their design. But yeah, I mean, as far as ODST goes, I know it's, you know, I, I put out some tweets about this. A lot of people, most people disagreed <laughs> with me. See, for me, Halo Reach is the weakest Halo. That's not to say it's bad, because th- I've not played a bad Halo game. Even Spartan Assault is like a decent little twin-stick shooter. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it's not bad. But for me, Reach was... It almost felt like contract fulfiller. Like mm. Bungie was like, okay, we got to do one more of these things. <laughs> ODST, and I know, I think I know why it's in, it's in the minority popular opinion. It's and, and you're as a filmmaker, tell me if, you're, if you agree with this. It's art house Halo. Yeah, ODST that's is a art good house way of Halo. describing it. Is it's for me the Halo o- you would have seen in an indie theater. Yeah, ODST <laughs> for me has a better story mm-hmm. with all the flashback stuff. Um, you know, and what was going on. Better characters. I mean, True. it was all the Firefly yeah. cast. Nathan Fillion's yeah. your main guy in that. It had uh, better art direction, that, like, night vision <clears throat> stuff. HUD mm-hmm. stuff was great. It had a much more uh, random and therefore more enjoyable sandbox. You could wander anywhere in the city. That's one of my – that's probably my biggest problem with Reach. If I've probably said this before, but for me, Reach really limits the Halo sandbox and that – you kind of get your paint by numbers. You get your warthog level. Mm-hmm. You get your tank, scorpion tank level. And yeah, you could get out and do other, but it's like it, the game really intends for you to play that with that vehicle that they have designed. Whereas, of course, Halo 1, Halo 2, you know, you had the sandbox. You could totally. really be effective in a m- number of ways. And so that's kind of the thing I always. Picked a bone with on um, with Reach, but I'm right there with you. I think the, the sides, the Sadie story, the side story stuff, like it was the prelude, prelude to Terminals mm-hmm. that was in ODST was fantastic. The soundtrack, as you, you mentioned earlier, the like jazzy piano soundtrack, Marty O'Donnell, it rocks. Yeah, um, and even you know, and for me in Reach, the characters are I never connect with them. I know they're gonna die. I they die in kind of mostly dumb ways too. Like, hey, yeah. cat just gets sniped in the head and drops, and then that's it for her. Yeah, they have. They they. I think they kind of missed an opportunity in a reach to explore kind of like the dynamics between those characters because yeah. I thought it'd be cool to kind of again take up this silent protagonist, right? Even though he's not entirely silent, in mostly that game. Yeah, like ninety eight percent. But you know, to kind of be the new kid on the team and to see like how that Spartan team has kind of evolved and right. how they know each other, how they work together. That seemed like it could be a really strong um, addition to the story. And you don't really see too much of that. Like no. you mentioned, ha- characters eventually just die off. Like one guy's like, well, I have to sacrifice myself to save you guys and continue on. And they keep going. And it's just, you know, it's a little boring, especially coming from the game right before pl- that was ODST that I was playing. And ODST was a nice step in a different direction. It know? was. It yeah. was. And plus, it, of course, introduced Firefight, which Reach also had. And sadly, we're not getting Firefight. 
with this free ODST and Master Chief Collection. It's a little Pres- unfortunate. Presumably because it's it would be yet another networking nightmare of a challenge. Yeah. Because it, remember, it didn't have, there was no matchmaking for it. Mm-hmm. It was friends only, kind of like true. Destiny's Raid, right? You could, you, you could play it online, but only with friends. And I'm guessing they just don't want another networking headache to have, yeah. to, to, have to sort through. But yeah, I'm. I think ODST is by far the better game to reach. I realize I'm in the minority on that one, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm stoked uh, that we're getting ODST. And yeah, Relic, Relic, yeah, for Relic. Halo Two Anniversary seventh map. Of course, now they're opening the floor. Like, give me more. Yeah, <laughs> more. I'll pay for them. You know, you don't have to give them to me free. <laughs> but I, give me like, how about three more? Let's get to ten. Let's get to double digits. What do you? What are the chances of? Another map pack or something like that in the Pretty future. Pretty small. I yeah. just, it's I know too close to Halo 5, right? That, We're only that, a year out. And Certain Affinity, who handled all this, is they're busy working on another game. Remember right. Max teased it right. when he was here on our live stream. It was like, it's a major... Or maybe it was even on the podcast on the show. He said, well, we're working on another major multiplayer for right. a first-person shooter in 2015. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, um, I, as far as technically speaking... You know, we've talked at length about how Halo 3 kind of sort of looks the crappiest. Mm-hmm. And that's a real, I just use that really well. I'm not saying it looks bad, but yeah. it looks the least modern of mm-hmm. the games in the Master Chief Collection because it really, you know, Halo 1 had the anniversary treatment given to it mm-hmm. from its 360 version. Halo 2, of course, full anniversary on Xbox One. Halo 4 is just new and looks crazy. It still looks great. Master yep. Chief Collection. Whereas and Halo Three was just pretty much you got the frame rate bump and the resolution bump, which helps. But yeah. other than that, it's not a big graphical. Right, upgrade. it still very much looks like an Xbox 360 <clears throat> game. I think that's probably the treatment we're going to get on ODST as well. I don't mm. see them going back and and doing like a full anniversary pass on I it. I agree, especially for like a free DLC game. Now, for people wondering, I think you are absolutely going to be able to buy ODST as DLC because it's it's only free for the people that have suffered, basically. <laughs> so when it comes out, it may, if it's not free for you, I, I wonder what they're going to charge for it. I'm hoping no more than 15 yeah, but I'm going to guess it's t- going to be 20 bucks if I had to bet money, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we often do on this show. We're gambling addicts. We have a problem. Steak dinners and... In-and-out yeah, lunches. Exactly. Yeah. I think... Uh, $15 sounds about the right price because if I remember correctly, that, ca- it's that short. campaign it's is not long. It's a pretty short campaign. Yeah. yeah, and if there's no multiplayer... Yeah, I think I remember completing it in like six to eight hours. Oh, I, and probably a little less than that. I think you're actually yeah. you're uh, underestimating yourself. Mm. But it was like, I don't know, five or four six to five. years ago now that yeah, I... Four to five hours as I remember it. Yeah. Uh, $15 sounds about the right price. It's... I mean, if you have the Master Chief Collection, uh, do you think it's still applicable to people who play that now after the announcement? Or in the in Bonnie Ross's statement, she did say like up until like from launch to the nineteenth. Yeah. So probably not. Everybody today, else is right? going to have to pay for it. That's yeah. unfortunate for those um, guys. I will do my best because I know Phil Spencer is listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll we can use the the power of the show to get a whole bunch of free codes to send out to people that uh, are not already getting a free one. Stay tuned we'll see. for that. I'm not yeah. making any promises. But then, you know, the other thing is, I, I, can't, I just, especially we're here at the holidays, it's time to be thankful and reflective. A lot of people I saw on my Twitter and on forums were just like, 
oh, why don't they worry about fixing their broken game first instead of like? Well, I mean, have you played it recently? It's pretty it's better. good. Yeah. Also, like, like it works. I mean, what do you? What do people want from them? You know what I mean? Like, do you think they intentionally shipped a broken game that completely ruined? Any momentum this franchise had, and the fact that they're trying—they're still trying to fix Halo. Remember, <clears throat> Master Chief Collection was going to be the goodwill, the olive branch yeah. to the community. Like, here's all the old stuff you love, because we know that you know you all stopped playing Halo Four when Call of Duty came out that right. year. And so, yeah, they of course they didn't intend for any of this to happen. Uh, so it's like you know. They can't go back in time and undo it, so they're doing the best they can do. And I, I say celebrate it, welcome it, thank them. And they're obviously, you know, they they don't want to be giving away free games. That's money off the table for totally. them. Totally. So it's, uh, you know, what's done is done, I think. You I know, know you, you meant let that question rhetorically. It's unfortunate that we live in a time where about a significant amount of people do think that, yeah, that was on purpose. They shipped it broken. Everyone <laughs> ships it broken. Look at all the other AAA releases. And it's like... Making games is hard, guys. Very. Like, I know we've met all those people up there. They're great people, and they work really, really hard. And I, I know for a fact that right up into the, right up into the holidays, they were you know working around the clock yeah. to kind of get those well, issues addressed. Think about what masters. If the plan, if it had all gone according to plan, think how it would have gone. Like Master Chief Collection. We, I mean, we we were right at the epicenter of the. It was a feel good hurricane. Oh Sean yeah, Finnegan. totally. Everybody was super excited for that game to come out. We wanted to play it here on yes, the show. Halo, yes, Halo Two was back. Halo One online. So many people love Halo Three, Halo Four thrown in as well. It's and then you know if if it had all gone well, we'd all be playing Halo Two online right now. Mm-hmm. Halo anniversary. Halo Two anniversary. We'd be talking about how much fun it was and how much how it was good to have all the fun times back again. Mm-hmm. And then this Halo Five beta would have come out, and we would have been like, "Sweet!" And this even new more Halo, stoked on that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, instead, their Halo Five, this beta, which we'll talk about in a second, is basically the damage control yeah. for the for how effed up Master Chief Collection's launch has been. Like they didn't. I guarantee you, they were not intending this beta to be damage control they were looking at the beta as icing on the cake yeah exactly the next step in sort of the the full return of halo as a as a premier online shooter that peep that a huge chunk of people play for months and months and months and months totally so that's how i see it i think you're right i mean that is i think the way you see it is the way it happened is the way that it should be uh i am stoked because i mean if you you know Obviously, people out there are still going to be uh, a little sore about it. But if you've jumped online lately, it it works. I've been playing a lot with you know Alfredo and those guys. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun. It's Halo, and it works. Yeah. We don't have any time frame, by the way, on Relic for Halo Two Anniversary or on ODST. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, you know, Relic should take. I don't know if I can remember conversations from Max. I'm gonna guess two months. Mm. I think we'll probably have it by, I'm gonna say March. If I if I had to guess, although for all we know, maybe and maybe Max even said this, and I've just forgotten. They may have had Relic already sketched out and mm-hmm. maybe even half built already. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's gonna be quicker. But ODST uh, will take longer. They've said it's it's just underway, and I gotta figure. I believe it was. Um, What's their faces? The guys that did 
Crackdown 2. Ooh, I am not going to be able to give Damn you that I'm blanking. <laughs> oh, Ruffian. Oh, cool. Redeem myself there. Otherwise, people would have been like, you idiot, it's Ruffian. Because, <laughs> um, of course, Saber did Halo 2 Anniversary, and then I believe Ruffian did three. You know, did the port overs for 3 and 4 for Master Chief Collection. I kind of, I mean, I would wonder, are they super busy with Crackdown? Uh, right. The return of Crackdown with, uh, what's his face? Jones, uh, Dave Jones. But I would think just because they're inherently familiar with the process, I would guess it's Ruffian again. Bonnie didn't say in her post mm-hmm. who's handling the who's handling ODST, but I'm going to guess it's them. So Interesting we'll questions, yeah. But not that it particularly matters. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be good when we get there. But uh, yeah, I would look for that. I'll bet you we hear something about that at E3 because E3 is mid June this year. Right. I wonder if that's when they'll Phil will be on stage and be like. Boom, OD- go download ODST right now. Yeah. June seems a little bit late, like we – but, I mean, I, it's hard to say. Time – It takes of, a long – it's going to take a long time to build it, man. It's, that's true. It's uh, it over. I am not con- – I'm not entirely convinced – totally speculation, yeah. by the way. I'm not convinced they weren't already building it. Um, it's possible. Yeah, like, we don't know for sure. Nothing was – you know, in our IGN first coverage, there was no mention of ODST from the outset. They've Correct. been uh, – pretty adamant that they weren't doing ODST until right up there until the end, like you mentioned. But uh, I don't know. I would love to see it earlier because I just I have this feeling like by June, we're going to already have like three, four, five new games from the new year that we're Batman. actually supposed to... Yeah, Batman. Is that in June? That we're supposed to release this year that are now being released in 2015 that I'll yeah. have my hands on. The Witcher on is May now. On. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. I, although, of course... 343 are now confirmed to be liars because the name of their game, The Master Chief Collection, has a game that doesn't have Master Chief in it. It's no longer the Ma- it's the Master Chief and Friends Collection. And ODST and Re- Nathan Fillion. <laughs> rename it to rename it on every new copy that's shipped. Exactly. The Master Chief and Friends Collection. Plus Friends. Coming this summer to <laughs> Xbox One. So uh, that, I think, brings us to Halo 5. Yes, we played it this weekend. Early mm-hmm. access. It's coming for everybody on the 29th. Give me your thoughts. Because we got a taste, you know, when we did our live stream, yep. which you, of course, weren't on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were busy working behind the scenes. But yeah, I know you've played a bit over the weekend. What yeah. are your thoughts on it? So ultimately, I, I, I like it. It's in a good spot for being a beta. It seems like for a beta, it seems pretty polished. There's still a lot of stuff that has to be worked out. I found myself kind of fighting the controls and the movement a little bit. Um, you my, and me both. Yeah, like my snapshots weren't as quick as they used to be. Like, yep. even with sensitivity kind of um, ramped all the way up, I wasn't able to like really quickly spin a 180 and shoot someone who Correct. was behind me, even yep. if I knew he was there. Um, but I really love all the changes that they've kind of added to movement, and there's a bunch of really cool new abilities like the uh, like the air dash and like the boost and the uh, uh, the ground pound, which I found myself losing to quite a lot actually. <laughs> uh, I know you're, you, you were the tar- frequent target of yeah, ground pounding. Yeah, I'm just pounding. like, well, because I have I have a very aggressive playstyle. Like I like to, you know, grab a BR or grab an SMG or grab yeah. the assault rifle and kind of sprint around and like dodge people's corners. Just beat people by having superior movement and flanking them a lot. That's how I like to play. Um, unfortunately, when you're doing that, you're kind of not looking above you all the time. <laughs> and on Empire, death from above. It's Empire, right? The that map that's really condensed in yeah. the middle and has those outer edges. Yeah. Um, I found myself like sprinting through the middle a lot and then just getting like 
slammed by people who were above <laughs> me, and I didn't even know that they were up there, you know? It's interesting you say that, because I actually... I was doing it a lot or trying to do it. Yeah. I failed a lot more than I succeeded with it, but it's so fun if you do pull it off that I didn't. I just kept doing it, even right. though my success rate was actually very low. And if there were like a pro player advising me, they'd probably <laughs> be like, "Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that so so much, or maybe even don't ever do that." It is pretty hard to time. Like the fire, like I, I don't know what to call it. The release time is a couple, like it's well, two and a half or three you gotta seconds. You got to charge yeah. it up. Yeah. Exactly. You, you gotta... sit there for a while, like before it, before the reticle like locks on, becomes white, and then yeah. you can slam. So it's not something that's, it's not something that you can just run around and spam. Uh, it's definitely situational. I it must have just been that one or two games where I was just like I died like four or five times to it. And I was it's, just like, that's what interesting is this? you say that because in my whole weekend of playing, I don't think I got killed by it mm. once. Mm. I rarely saw people try. There were a couple times people tried, and I could hear and see what was going on. I just popped up and shot them because yeah. they're fish in a barrel or at that jump. point. Um, but yeah, like where the small the smarter move probably would have been to like dash backwards. <laughs> That's the other thing is uh in the initial in the in the first couple of games that I played, I was not making use of the boost and yep. man it is so useful cuz I I thought in Halo 4 that I used the thruster all the time. I just didn't think it was very effective cuz it only it only bumped you like it seemed like 10 feet. And it just wasn't that fun. Yeah, it wasn't fun. It didn't really add any. Like, it, it wanted to add something to the movement, but it didn't. Like, it only really helped you if you could thrust yourself around a corner. Yeah. Everywhere else, it was pretty much useless. But this, it's it's a decent, you know, it's a decent distance. It fires really quickly. It doesn't push you to third person, which I hated about the Halo 4 right. one. And that's really nice. Although, I guess some people thought it was cool to be able to use the thruster and get, like, a wider, wider field of view. Wider view, yeah. But, nah, man. Have better awareness. You don't need a. You don't need a better. Field well, actually, let's touch on that right now. And that's. Yeah. I'm going to say, beyond the shadow of a doubt, uh, I think they're Halo three four three is on a much better path with Halo five than where Bungie went with Reach mm-hmm. and where three four three went with Halo four. Now, again, I was never a big Reach guy. I didn't like the multiplayer either because I didn't like it was okay. the abilities and mostly none of the maps were memorable. This which is one hundred percent correct. Halo has. Halo has made its name on classic memorable maps, and there are none in Reach. Like, because most of them are campaign spaces, mm-hmm. which Bungie never did, and they haven't done since. They yeah. didn't do it with Destiny. Um, and I thought, you know, Halo 4, I liked a lot, and a lot of people are down on it, whatever, but I always loved Halo 4. But yeah, I mean, I love that they've gotten away from the customization and gone back to. It is a level playing field for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, there you know everybody's got these abilities, but there's nothing that everybody can do the same stuff. Absolutely. And there's a fight for the power weapons, and I think that's definitely the right the right direction for this. Although, talking about let's talk about the maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you touched on Empire, which is yeah. sort of an urban, uh, fairly clustered map with there's an outer. Uh, edge where you can fall off to your death, mm-hmm. and then there's sort of a base inside uh, with a number of ways. With let's see, one, two, three. Well, technically more than three, four, five ways in and out. There's a lot of ways in and out of it. Yeah, but I was really, and I said this on our live stream on Friday. I I wasn't sure, so sure about Empire at first. It's grown on me over the weekend, though. Okay. I still don't think it's going to be regarded as a classic Halo map. I'm on your side there. 
It seems just a little. Uh... <laughs> that's uh, that's Maggie the boxer. I my dang, my my microphone won't reach. Let's see. Hey Maggie. What is it? <laughs> Silent dog. There, this is yeah. what happens. Dog that makes no noise whatsoever. You can probably dog. watch. You can see her <laughs> running around here in the video if you're watching that. Yeah, I think uh, I think Empire is just. Um, I don't like maps that have too many hallways and too many windows and stuff. I compare it to uh, Cobblestone from Counter-Strike, which yeah. is a map that has so many different levels uh, and uh, hallways and stuff. And when you're trying to communicate to your team, it's like you die and you're like, oh, my God, there's a guy in that hallway to your left. No, your other <laughs> the left. other hallway. No, one more, one more, one more level over. And it's just like that's how I felt with Empire is I was like – I'll just let my Spartan do the calls because I don't know how to do yeah. them. It's hard to communicate. Yeah, and I would say to Empire, again, it is growing on me because I like – I would find that if I got a good group of teammates, we'd either kind of be controlling that base inside mm -hmm. or we'd be controlling that outer platform where there's one of the sniper rifles and two battle rifles. Yeah. And we'd be kind of working that area. And there's not a lot of activity in the, the middle because that's where you just get wrecked. <laughs> right, in that area. But the thing that was weird to me about Empire is, you know, again, I like that Halo 5 is about the power weapons and vying for control of them. But Empire is so kind of claustrophobic that I suck with the uh, sniper rifle anyway, so I don't pick it up. But mm -hmm. even in all my time playing this past weekend, I really didn't see anyone using the sniper rifle. Like, people weren't really fighting for it. Yeah. It was just kind of like they were just shooting each other with whatever. It's just really, really difficult to line up headshots on people yeah. because they can come in and out of hallways and, and go around corners so quickly. Yeah. Um, it just, it's not very conducive to t that type of play style, you know? Uh, but that being said, yeah. what I like about Empire is that it is conducive to ground pounds. This is true. Because there are just a number of areas where there are just little elevation dips, changes, platforms that little are up higher. Ramps, yeah. And I would say, I think all but one, because uh, I, I was, my connect was completely justified this weekend because I was doing Xbox record that after every <laughs> single cool thing. And I'm sorry if I just did that to your Xbox. But um, most of my ground pounds, because I probably recorded four, five, six of them oh, over nice. the course of the weekend. I would think, I think all but one of them were on Empire because there were just, there are just more places to do it and it's a little easier to pull off than on um, Truth. There is a height requirement and I think that's yes. what makes it really sort of the technique to use on Empire is because of all the little platforms and ridges and like ramps that are kind of extending above the map, especially in that middle area, mm -hmm. uh, you're already at the height requirement. You can kind of just like run off the ledge and land your ground pound. Um, whereas, yeah, on Truth, which is, I guess... Midship 2.0. Yeah, midship, exactly. Uh, you, have to, you have to position... It, it's just so ramp heavy, it's hard to kind of angle it at the right sort of... That's true. ...angle to be able to cast the thing. Well, and I, in my time, I like almost nobody ever went in the middle yeah. of... Um, on truth, possibly because it seems like there's supposed to be a good weapon in the middle, uh, on the ground. You know, mm -hmm. there's the sword up top, mm -hmm. but it feels like there's supposed to be a shotgun or something down in the middle under, on, on the bottom, but there's not in this, in this beta. So, I mean, nobody went in there. Yeah. Like i never saw all the battles happened on just the outer ring, mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, the red or blue base or those sort of those outer edges, uh, you know, at the edges of the bridge 
to get to the sword in the middle. So that seemed like, but what do you think of Midship 2.0? It I, feels like Midship. Which is the like the highest compliment you can possibly yeah, pay it, right? For w- sure. Without, and it's not actually Midship. It's actually very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very very much the same. It's the same layout, but yeah. like the, some of the angles are different. And uh, like you said, I wish, I wish there was like rockets or a shotgun, like you yeah. pointed out in that on underneath the platform in the middle, because that would encourage people to go down there. I would love to see a rocket launcher in the middle underneath on the final version. Cause the, I mean, one of my favorite Halo 2 variants to play is rockets only on midship because it just gets so even just having one rocket launcher introduced into that as a power weapon mm-hmm. would be would just mix it up in a super cool way yeah i uh i really like how it plays because now the speed is the speed of the game is a lot faster yeah. because people can you know they can sprint they can dash they can jump like all over the place uh you really see people kind of like flanking and using the the, the launchers a lot f- more frequently on that map, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I was finding myself using the the sprint sort of around the outer perimeter, oh, whether yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. go catch up with teammates or just try Flank and go, someone, f- yeah, yeah. go find somebody, and then I'd get up there, and then, yeah, I like, you know, you've got, there are DMRs up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, of course, battle rifles around. There's the sword in the middle, which the sword is Prophet's Bane, I should say, is what they're <laughs> calling, they're officially calling it Never. in, in Energy Halo 5. Sword. I had so much fun with the product because, you know, I just, I was just trolling people. I would, you know, I'd have my gun out, whichever gun I was using, and then try to just lure them around a corner to get them, you know, within range. And then it was like back around the corner, just pull it out, just like, whoosh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I'd see them on the radar, like, oh, here they come, like, chum in the water. Here we go. And exactly. then just, oh, stab them. So much fun. Now I have to think about that all the time. It's like when I'm chasing someone and I see them stop on the radar, I'm like, wait. They want me to come in there. Why do they want me to come in there? And more often than not, it's an energy sword. Let's talk about. So we're we're sort of segueing naturally right into the weapons. You mm-hmm. know, what do you? So tell me what you think. We talked about the sword. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the battle rifle so far in Halo Five? Battle rifle is cool. It feels like the battle rifle. I prefer the DMR in this game. Uh, the single shot. I feel like it. I. I. It's un, maybe it's my imagination, but I feel like it does more damage. It's like, potent for sure. Yeah, like if you land those, those three body shots plus the the fourth headshot, like that's four. That's a kill every time for yeah. the most part. And maybe my aim is bad, but I couldn't get it to <laughs> land like that with the the battle rifle. Well, you mentioned. You know, I've I've talked both in our preview coverage leading up to this beta, and uh, I think I. What is, on the live stream, I said, too, is I'm right with you with the controls. The mm-hmm. controls are not – I don't think they're right yet, mm-hmm. and I hope 343 is continuing to tweak them because I normally play Halo at – what am I usually – I think I'm sensitivity – I think I usually go five or six, mm-hmm. and it feels like my brain is doing is directly connected to that Mjolnir armor, and I'm doing everything I want to do. But in five, like I said, I feel like I'm really fighting – the movement and it feels like I'm my Spartans kind of just doused in molasses. Mm-hmm. I've got it and I I've got it cranked to ten oh, wow. to have it pl- to have it like feel playable, but I still I don't think it's there yet. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm at five right now. Yeah, and it's the movement feels good and my aim is steady when I'm shooting straight forward, but it's when I have to make a quick snap adjustment that right. I feel like it's too slow. Yeah, um, which yeah, like you need it to be. You need it to be quick and responsive and accurate when you're shooting things with a battle rifle or a DMR. But yeah, I think there's there is there's no DMR on Empire, is there? 
No. Yeah, I don't not think so, right? Not a, um, yeah. But how about, so what do you think, the default, at least in the as it stands in the beta, and it will be for the first week of the beta, what do you think of the assault rifle Love it. returning? Like I said, I, I made my name in Halo 3, which is the, the Halo 3, and I've gone on record saying this, Halo 3 was the best multiplayer for me. Like, that's yeah. the one where I was level 50. Yeah. Um, and I made my sort of like, my whole play style comes from fast, running around, jumping a lot with an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. Just like, get in there, unload a clip, melee, you know? Right. And... It's so awesome in this game to be able to do that. I like it. It's accurate. It does a decent amount of damage. Uh, if you get sight on someone before they get you, you're going to kill them unless they're really far away. Um, and I found myself not ADSing on that with that gun particularly. Yeah, I. Me too. I, I don't. I, I'm not liking the ADS. Yeah. So far. I don't ever it, use it. it. Yeah, you don't have to use it, but I, when I do use it, I don't like it. So that's. Would be some feedback that I would have. Yeah, I don't. I know I'm not quantifying that scientifically at all. I don't like it. <laughs> so fix it. It just there's something about it. It just no. It's just it's just not Halo to me. Like yeah. you're you're used to scoping with a sniper rifle and with a BR or a DMR. Right. So I found myself doing it not in firefights, but like if you turn a corner and there's someone in your line of sight, but he's really far away. Yeah. You you'll ADS just to get a couple of shots, but usually they're gone. Like they you know they run around a corner. You can't get a kill on them. In time, right? So I just found myself not doing it, and because anytime you take damage, you're un ADS. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, in a firefight, it's impossible, right? Like you can't. That's do true. It. Uh, so I just found myself not doing it. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm I'm liking the feel of the assault rifle in this. It's it's. I think it walks the line very well between being overpowered mm-hmm. and. Uh, meaningless like it's you can do some nice damage with it you feel like you can go out there and get a kill with it totally but at the same time it's you know it's not the halo one pistol and it's also not like oh my god i'm helpless until i get rid of this thing yeah um so when you're the dmr you are you've that is your weapon of choice right now for now yeah like until i get a better feel for the for the battle rifle and again i didn't play too much but the dmr uh it's it feels it it's like uh it's it's how it felt to me in Reach, which is mm-hmm. where you had a DMR and a BR. Right. And they were both good, and you could be effective with both, but uh, you could really make sure you were landing every shot with the DMR because it's a single-shot bolt yeah. action, and you know, you're not like just flicking the trigger the way you do with a BR. And so for me, it's just it's much easier to do three to the body, one to the head with a single-shot gun than it is to do bur- three-round bursts, even if it's three or four. Yeah. Yeah, I really... Um I like I like the battle rifle fine, but I really prefer Halo Two Anniversaries oh, yeah. battle rifle, which just looks, sounds, and just feels also, like it has more punch. If fi- I'm I feel like this may be in my imagination, but I think it fires faster in Halo Two, like just ever so slightly by a couple just of frames. Bang. Yeah, like not even just the burst, but the 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 amount of time between the first and the second burst and yeah. the second and the third burst just maybe that time. I don't know yeah we'd have like, to do a research experiment yeah like I think maybe we should because <laughs> I feel like when I'm when I'm spamming that trigger with the new BR and even in Reach's BR uh, th- it didn't seem like I could get to that second burst quickly enough and in Halo Two you're just man you can go through those bursts so quickly. What are you thinking of the pistol, your default pistol now it's, in this? It's the pistol. It's not that great. I am not that good with it. See, I actually respectfully disagree. It's mm. it's pretty useful. Like if you're if you're at mid-range distance with somebody that's 
fighting you with an assault rifle, mm-hmm. like you can take them out. Like it's hmm. if you're popping headshots because it fires very quickly. Like you can just pop, 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 pop. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't have a ton of kick, and and that's actually the one weapon I would say that I don't super mind the ADS with. Like I feel like I can still kind of do some business with it. Yeah. I, I'm liking the feel of the new pistol. Okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with it so far. Yeah, I wasn't using it too much. Like, it was more like a, you know, you waste your whole assault rifle clip and then you switch to it. Yeah. That's kind of how I've always used the pistols, unless it's the Halo 1 pistol. Right. Um, but, yeah, there were a couple times where, like, I didn't have um, – I didn't have a BR or a DMR or a sniper and I turned the corner and there's someone too far away for an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And so I switched to the pistol and I yeah. can get some decent damage on yeah, them. I could can... never get a kill. But... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it's going to be very interesting to see how, uh, when we see more of this game, how the Covenant weapons yeah. and how the Promethean weapons, assuming that there are Promethean weapons in it, I actually don't actually know, to see how those you know, fold into this new sandbox. I'm... You kind of just like reminded me of. I feel like I've seen a clip of there being Promethean weapons in Halo Five, but I may be making that up. Was there a teaser, like a thirty-second spot, um, on running on TV recently that you know of mm, that might have showed something like that? I think you might be. Uh, now I'm gonna have to go do some research. I may be <laughs> maybe on some drugs here, but I feel like I could remember. <laughs> Generally, I remember things that I see. It's kind of my job to do that, but. Uh, yeah, I may be making it up. I'll follow up on that. But uh, yeah, it would be really cool to see the Promethean weapons and how they play out because that. Uh, which what what was the one shot one called again? Was it light rifle? Is that? Oh the, yes. Yeah, the Correct. light rifle. Yep. Loved the light rifle in Halo Four. That was like yeah. my thing. Oh, I mean, you mean how it would it would single shot in scope form and three shot? It was like a battle rifle and a DMR had a baby. Yeah. Well, no. So there was there's the light rifle, which is like the Promethean BR, and then there's one more level up that's like a, it's a single shot kill no matter oh. what but there's only three shots yeah 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 you know what I'm talking about yeah. I thought that was called the light rifle it's not the no, I think the rifle. one we just said was the light rifle the, yeah the, the BR the more style common one. one yeah yeah I forget what it is but the the design of those weapons are really cool and they kind of changed the way that Halo 4's multiplayer worked just because they were very different and the bolt shot like you either loved it or you mm-hmm. hated it it would be cool to see how these play out in Halo 5 yeah I I mean I just after after a weekend of this really sinking into this beta, I I'm really high on Halo Five. I'm feeling really good about it. It's like you said, the controls take such getting used to. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how do I ground pound? But man, once also you kinda, the speed of it, right? And but yeah. I think once you harness that speed, man, I found myself just bolting across. Uh, I remember one one match last night. We were like my team was gonna win. We were in good shape. And I knew, like, I was feeling super confident. And I just started sprinting, like, around and through <laughs> Empire, just looking for that lap. Because we had, like, four, we had 49. I was like, I'm just going to find somebody right now and end this. And, yeah, I'm just I'm sprinting, I'm jumping, I'm mantling, and just, like, keeping my chain of movement going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you start getting used to, like, okay, oh, grenade, grenade coming in, boom, dash yeah. left out of the way. And then, uh, you know, you... When you pull off, man, I pulled off a few of the Spartan charges. Oh, yeah. Where you're full speed and then hit the right bump, depending on your control scheme, uh, right bumper on the default control scheme. Yeah, you just shoulder right into them. I actually pulled one of those off as a 50th kill to end the match. So I went, just hit him, and it was victory. And you were immediately like, Xbox record that. I did. And I tweeted. I was tweeting out, if you're... 
If you are don't follow me on Twitter and you want to see some of my highlights from the pre-beta weekend, I tweeted out a bunch of them. I would say I've probably tweeted six, seven, eight uh, clips. I'm at DMC underscore Ryan. I've got That's some awesome. good footage. I've seen. I saw a couple of your clips, but man, I wish I could. I wish the whole sharing clips thing was easier on Xbox it's, One. Yeah, it's kind I of agree annoying. with that. But uh, yeah, I think I I love the idea of a shoulder charge. Just coming from like I played a Titan Destiny where everyone in the world complained about Titan's shoulder charge because it was right. OP. Um, here it's it's pretty balanced. It doesn't. Like, it takes everyone's shields. It takes your shields down. I, it doesn't one-hit kill, correct? From behind it does. Yeah, well, Only any, for, which anyone, I, any melee from behind in Halo. Yeah, which I, I, haven't, I haven't Spartan charged from behind yet. I've only, right. I, I have only managed to get somebody from the front who had already damaged a little bit. Got it. Um, yeah, so it doesn't, it's not a one-hit kill from the front, yeah. which is nice and balanced because in Destiny you could one-hit kill someone if, even if they had full shields with a shoulder charge, and that was kind of OP. Because people like me would run around sprinting and just shoulder charging people, but uh, yeah, all the all the new all the new abilities, all the new movement, uh, and the way it interacts with the speed, it's actually very it's it's very modern, which I yeah. think is what Halo needed. Because you Halo, I, as a big Halo fan, I love the way it's always felt and the way it's always played and the speed of it. But like in the modern landscape of shooters, it feels a little slow. Yeah, like to be hopping around at one speed, and not mm-hmm. be able to sprint, and not have any other factors affecting the movement other than those two things uh it 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 felt a little outdated i agree completely like i i really feel like i mean halo has to evolve Mm -hmm. it just it just does you know it's it has to keep up and it has to it has to change it can't just be the same thing over and over and i agree with you like and i feel like you know because sprint is a sensitive subject for many halo fans true but i really feel like the solution that they have is working where if i got grenaded like if somebody just I start wanted to start dueling with somebody, but maybe they tossed a grenade out, hit me, and I knew already, like, oh, I'm going to... If I engage this battle, I'm going to lose. I would just run and bail. Yeah. But I was taking a risk that... Uh, and there were plenty of times where a buddy would come in and finish me off because I would sprint away and my shields weren't recharging. Mm-hmm. And then conversely, there were a few times where I'd be dueling with someone, dueling with someone, I'd do some damage, and they'd be like, oh, God, and they would try to run away, and I'd see, like... Their armor crackling. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I know you're, you're one you're, shot. You're yeah. trying like if all I have to do is hit you. So they're they're like they'd get around a corner, but then I would chase them, chase them, chase them, and then as soon as I just had any visibility, stop, pop, boom, kill, and it feels good. Exactly. That's a, actually a really nifty solution to that problem. Yeah. Is because that's it's exactly how Halo used to be, and I guess to some degree still is. But like. Generally, if you have equal aim to someone else, whoever gets the first look on the other person is going to win the battle, right? Um, all things equal, like weapons and such, and aim. And the solution to that was just like, well, if you're not going to win, just run. And they can't catch you, you <laughs> yeah. know? And that was really annoying, right? Yep. Because, like, you'd be winning a PR battle or something, and then they just bail, and you're like, well, that's it. That like, stinks. Yeah, and unless you have a really good team who can't put the final bullet in their head, mm-hmm. then you're kind of you're screwed. Uh, now you can chase them down, and I found myself doing that the same thing. Is like either you you run a risk by running away by sprinting yep. because you can't recharge your shields. Um, more often than not, I would do that just out of habit and turn the corner, and there's someone right there, and they just pop me once with a <laughs> bullet, and I'm dead. Yeah. And I was like, well, that I need to work on a better strategy. Then yeah. it's a nice little fix. It works. 
it 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 balances that sort of mechanic. By the way, I f- totally forgot. I had the most notes on. We were going talking about the weapons. Mm-hmm. The mo- I had the most notes on the SMG, and then oh, I f- yeah. totally forgot. I skipped over it. I want to say I want. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, Sean. But real quick, I will say the I. I'm completely head over heels in love with the new SMG. It is a freaking beast. SMG OP. I and love it. it. <laughs> and that's all like I love it so much and I was having so much success with it where I just knew if like if someone got near me, like mm. within range and I had that thing out like I'm going to kill you. I'm going to win. And so I, like it's so good where I'm going I wonder if it's like it's it's ten times more fun than the SMG in Halo Two, right? Yeah. Even two of them, it's even more fun than two of them in Halo Two. It's but it's I think I'm like is it this maybe this is too fun, which means this thing's OP and it's gonna get nerfed. It's gonna get nerfed, yeah. I kind of felt the same way. It's really strong. It fires fast. It does pretty good damage. And yeah. the recoil is a little bit fairly it's minimal. Yeah, yeah, it's lower than it is in, in Halo 2. two. Yeah, yeah. Which in Halo Two, I mean, I wouldn't call it unusable. It's situ- very situational. Yeah, I would yeah. Call it, very. Know? That's a good way to put it. This is uh, this SMG is it's pretty versatile. Like especially on a map like you can kind of exist in the middle areas and on the ramps and stuff pretty easily on mm-hmm. Empire because people will come running around corners and you can just be crouching there yeah. and like, instantly put like half of a clip. Yeah, and they're gone. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is really cool, and I like that because the SMG was. I've always hated the SMG. Yeah, I was really, I would find myself on, um, particularly on Truth, trying to get an SMG mm. and a battle rifle. Yep. Those two, and I just, so I just switched back and forth between those two depending on, you know, where the guys were. <laughs> and it was it was a combination that was working pretty well for me. Yeah, it is really, really cool. And it sounds great, too. It does. All of the sounds... Uh, I mean, did you? Were there any sounds that kind of stood out to you as being like, "Oh, that's probably going to get changed"? Because I actually thought everything sounds remarkably good. Well, so, Halo Four, you can say whatever you want about Halo Four, but you cannot deny the the audio. And I'm not talking about the music. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the sound design, weapon audio, all that stuff. Um, the sort of even the sounds of like the Mjolnir armor, like yeah. the three steps, three yeah, three four heavy. three. The audio design in Halo Four is far and away the best in the series. It's incredible. It's really, really... I mean, the weapons all sounded so... There was just so much punch to all of them. They all sounded so good. Mm-hmm. And you're, I agree. I think they're, they've kept that role in, with this. I even They've even added... Um, like, when you pop someone with a battle rifle or a pistol, like, for... I think it's for headshots, you get a little, like... little just blip oh, sound yeah, yeah, just, yeah. To, just to let you know you've registered the hit. Um, and so... And there's, like, this little, like almost snap or crack or something when you finish a guy off with headshots with the battle rifle. I uh, I noticed that too. What I thought was, it, it sounds like me to the he- like the glass and the metal cracking in their helmet, which I thought that's was a great super way. Cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like that's what I thought it was. Was like when it's because sa- it sounds very. It's unique. It's a very yes. unique sound. You've never heard it before in Halo. But yeah, you register that headshot. And the thing, it's funny you pointed out that it's for the battle rifle because it didn't strike me as weapon specific. Like it sounded just like anytime you registered a kill that maybe was maybe it is and yeah and yeah I'm, like well maybe it is maybe it's not I can't remember uh, like I said I only played a little bit over the weekend but uh, man the audio design is really good it seems like it's you know it's finished right I agree with yeah. that yeah it's probably only going to get better over the next year that's yeah. what's crazy oh man but yeah I mean 
I, this really feels like an evolution in the right direction for me with Halo. Uh, it's faster, as you said. It's much, much faster. And but it when, needed to be too. It needed to be. And when you harness that speed, it just you feel cool. Absolutely. When you're sp- just sprinting, running around, uh, clamoring, you know, boosting. Like I, you know, there's a there's a jump I like to make in Empire from sort of the side the side area to the base in the back there's like you have to jump across a ledge and like you can you can make it if you time the jump right but i was having a fun time i would just jump off and then just boost forward Mm -hmm. and then just like let you know skid to a landing a little bit and just man i yeah i really like the movement when you it it does take time to wrap your head around because you're not used to it you've been playing halo for 12 13 years without it yeah but once you start using it, it's just fun. It feels modern. It feels fast, which is how it needed to be. And I feel like it's going to offer something in the shooter sort of genre that you really haven't yeah. seen too much before. Yeah. Spartan Charge, as I said, it's so good to pull off when mm-hmm. you just ram. There's a great sound effect with that, too. Oh, like yeah, when yeah, you yeah, connect yeah, with yeah. them, it's just like this cracking crunch. I love that. I think that's super cool. Yeah. And so that's cool to pull. And again, the ground pound, which we touched on at the beginning of mm-hmm. this conversation, it's super high risk, high reward. And mm-hmm. again, I, more often than I tried it a lot, I was trying to do it at every chance I got. Like I was actively seeking out uh, on my radar, looking for dots with the down arrow on them. Mm-hmm. Like oh, he's below me. But <laughs> and I died way more than I succeeded. You're pretty vulnerable charging it up. Super vulnerable. Um, but because you're just sitting there in the air. Yeah, for like three, three seconds. seconds. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, the the ones I pulled off when you there there was one where uh, it's probably the most recent one I've tweeted out where you know it was just a guy that didn't see me in in Empire uh, sort of running in that down in the middle area and I was up top in the base and I just saw him come jumped off charged up aimed my reticle perfectly <laughs> and he ran right to that spot and just came down like right on because you'll kill him if you're sort of within a decent yeah. radius, but I, like, hit him directly, and I was just like, oh, have right some. Right in the face. <laughs> yeah, in the face. Yeah, that's amazing. One of the things that I didn't like too much about the ground pound was sometimes you're not sure if you kill them, like, because of the that's angle true. which you yeah, hit them. yeah. Like, because it's difficult to aim and because it takes a long time to charge up, like, you'll you'll hit someone, but, like, the reticle is a little bit above them, and they'll get, they'll get shot out behind you, and you have to spin around and be like, did I get that guy or not? Because it's... It Good can be point. a little hard to use at times, but I'm yep. sure that'll get our. You know what I think could fix that would mm. be I, ground pound is so cool and it is so risk reward. You know, I nor- normally you only get the announcer for double kill. Yeah. Trip. How about a if you any ground doesn't have to be a, a double kill trip. Just any ground pound. Yeah. Give me an give That'd me cool. give me an announce. Can on it that. be like Hulk smash? <laughs> any whatever. I'll, anything cool. I'll yeah. take it. That's that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, and ground, how do you feel about the announcer in this? I'm seeing some hate online. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I I like. He's definitely more. He's uh, a little bit more animated. He's more animated, kind of. Which in I a, don't like. You do or don't? I don't like. You it. don't. Yeah, yeah. I I don't mind it at all. But I will say I like the more traditional announcery announcer yeah. from two. Yeah. Where it's just like double kill. Exactly. Triple kill. Yeah. Atrocity. As you know, now he's like atrocity. Exactly. That's how I felt about it. It was like it's. I can when I hear someone delivering those lines like that, I can, 
I see them in the booth being like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Give me one more take. Yeah. Give me a little more. Le- yeah. Kiltrocity. No, come on, Ke- yeah. Kevin, because Kevin exactly Stitzer is the guy's name, right? I th- if I remember, it's just like, Kiltrocity. Kevin, come on. <laughs> Give me a little more. Kiltrocity. Okay, this isn't 2004, Kevin. We yeah. need to bro it up for the bros out there. <laughs> Actually, speaking of bros. Yes. How do you feel about the pre and post game? What's up? I'm blue team, motherfucker. That's weird. I hate that. That little, you know, where you get the the little blue animation team coming in. Like, yeah. yeah, they do that in. I mean, that's something that I found a little bit weird about Destiny, which is where I first seen it. Is when like, yeah. you have your team show up and it's like your whole team kind of standing there looking all cool, like yeah. walking in, being like, "What up?" <laughs> kind of like right. What's just up did. with Channel Four News Team? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like them standing in a row, full shot. You see them on the map and stuff. I don't know. It's just lame. Just like yeah. give me the lobby. I will. I agree with that. I would say if they do keep it, the one thing I want is. Uh, Please identify the players. Yes. Because what I'm finding, what I'm doing is, uh, and hell, even, you know what I even like? Maybe a little player ID and then just like the quick snapshot. Like, give me their, tell me what their their KDR is. Like their name and then their KDR because that's what I was doing all weekend. I love and hate that. Because the matchmaking is still a little wonky, partially because in this early access, I know I, I'm, I can't. I'm, don't take this as a complaint because I got to play the game early. But you didn't always get matched up very fairly yes. over this weekend. This is true. So what I would do is, as soon as the lobby would fill up, I would button over everyone and you know click on their name. And then the, fortunately, the first thing you click is service record and just see like, okay, this guy totally sucks. This guy to- like, all right, I, this, I'm gonna lose this game. This mm-hmm. and then sometimes you'd be like, all right, this guy's good. And then you check the other team like, okay, this is gonna be a good match. And that was usually a pretty good indicator. So I'd love to get on that team intro. If they're going to keep it and have it all broed out, at least give me the gamer tag of the person so I can tell, okay, that person in that armor is that guy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, maybe just give me their, like, KD, KD ratio. Just, like, so I know, like, okay, this guy's pretty good. This guy, maybe I have to try and help him carry out. Or, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe we got to carry him a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the idea behind that. I just worry that it's going to fuel more hate. You know, like you jump into a game and you have a shitty KDR and people are like, hey, fuck that guy. That's a fair point. You know, that's just like immediately point. right off the bat, like where, well, I don't know, I mean. Good point, I guess. But, but I, I mean, that's just like, it's information that's relevant that I would like to have. I just yeah. maybe not so publicly sort of display like right at the beginning of the match. Maybe, I don't know. That's like I said, point. I love and hate that. Idea. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to see something more useful done with that intro screen than, yeah. than just, hey, what's up, bros? Because the other thing is it gets annoying. Like, you play five or six matches in a row, and you're like, this again. Like, it's just, <laughs> get me into it. the match, you know? Um, they did that in Destiny, too, and I didn't, I didn't see the point of it there, either. Yeah. Um, but at least in Destiny... Uh, people's armor varies a huge amount. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone looks very different, which, I mean, I didn't see any... There will be customization, right? Sure, absolutely. But not, and there I is in the beta. To, yeah. There, but it's just hard to... They all, they all still kind of look the same. Yeah, I mean, know? because... Well, you know what is? There's no, like, Halo 2, at least at this point in time, hopefully this is going to change, but there are no secondary colors. Yeah. Everybody's Everybody straight is completely blue, red or, or completely... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can see, like, they're wearing different helmets and stuff, but... Yeah, you can't... There are no emblems on yeah. anybody in the beta. The way, like, you know, again, Halo 2's armor system was great. Just use that again. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason not to. Don't change what's not broke. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, I know they're kind of aiming... They want to get esports going with Halo 5 and make 
you know, on them. lure the pros to it because they feel like, well, you know, the pros will influence our influencers for everybody else. And if the pros are playing Halo 5, other people are going to play Halo 5. And I'm all for that. But yeah, I feel like I feel like the pros aren't going to use ground pound ever mm-hmm. and so, some things like that. But what I what I love about the movement and, and the special moves like ground pound, like Spartan Charge, is that for the other 99 of us who just want to have a fun game with our friends – those moves, the ground pound, the Spartan Charge, just make for good laughs and mm-hmm. fun water cooler talk later. And yeah. that's what I really, that's, Halo 5 has that. Imagine, like, when or if they do put a rocket launcher on that bottom level of midship. Yes. And everyone's going for it. And you're like, well, I'm not going to get there, but I can ground pound. I can ruin everyone. Yeah, like, <laughs> toss a couple grenades in there and just charge it up and go, man. It's funny like, you say that. I woke up. The morning after, I forget which morning, Saturday morning or Sunday morning after playing a bunch of the beta the night before, and finally like pulling off a couple of ground pounds successfully, and then I, in my, I had this vision in my head of, <gasps> there, are no vehicle, <laughs> there are no vehicles in this beta, oh, but later yeah. in the final version, at some point, I'm going to pull off a perfectly timed ground pound and crush an entire warthog that full of dudes, amazing. like triple kill, explode the warthog, just like Superman- Boom, right down into it, and it's going to be the greatest moment ever. That would be super cool. I cannot wait for that. Hopefully you can do that to all vehicles. Can you imagine, like, Supermaning through a Scorpion tank, like, <laughs> destroying I, it? That, I'll be curious how they handle that one. But... Well, I mean, Spartans can already just flip them over with their hands, right? <laughs> well, in Halo 1, you could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is interesting to think about, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd say my final point, I'm curious for yours, Sean, on, on Halo 5 is... I think they're right. They're absolutely on the right track with this. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of positivity uh, about this beta, this early beta. The, you know, again, the beta doesn't even fully start for another week, but um, I think if they stay on this right track, uh, I think quality of multiplayer maps is going to be the key. Because I think the framework, the gameplay systems are there. Mm-hmm. The movement, the guns, mm-hmm. all that stuff feels really good. The fact that you know. Level playing field. Nobody has something. Nobody. Somebody else doesn't. Totally. It's going to come down to the maps. Uh, and truth is effing amazing. Yep. I mean, it's midship 2.0, and it's handled perfectly. Empire. Yeah, we'll see. I'm warming up to a little bit, but we are going to see. There are seven maps in this beta. We're going to see more. We've already seen Crossfire. Crossfire. Yeah. Which uh, is a sort of Tron-looking, like hollow deck kind of thing which goes goes sort of pairs nicely with the breakout mode which uh check out ign if you're not sure what breakout mode is but yeah i think because reach to go back to like the last two halo games uh reach again part of the reason i don't like it no memorable multiplayer maps mm-hmm. halo 4 much better maps um they, they were more much more on the right track you know you can name haven you can name complex you can name exile you can name a bunch of halo cool halo 4 maps but if Even they, a drift, I really liked. A drift was sweet, man. Yeah. You play SWAT on a drift. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. I like that because I liked a drift just because it was. Most of the time, I don't like asymmetrical maps, mm-hmm. but that's a really, really good one. You know, yeah. like it's it's awesome. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the pieces are in place for five. I I super sad the beta ended or well mm-hmm. went on hiatus. Put it that way for a couple. Of I'm gonna days. play the hell out of it uh, for the three weeks coming up. Me too. But yeah, I feel like. We've got some ingredients. Very curious to see some more maps because if they're if they're bad or if they're mediocre, this Halo is all about classic maps. So if they if we if we can see more things 
to the quality of uh, truth, which I'll give 343 their due credit because they updated it well. You know, they I think they balanced it nicely between it still feels like midship, but it also feels like a new Halo 5 map. But at the same time, they were building off of Max Hoberman's work there. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see what what maps they deliver for this game and how many. Yeah. Is it going to be... Is it just going to be 12, or are we going to be up to 15? I mean, 12's fine, but we'll see, man. I think if you get 12 really good maps, Mm -hmm. then that's all you need. Uh, Again, but this is me talking from... I play Counter-Strike all the time, where there's like seven maps, and they're all great, so that's fine. But 12 would be good. Um, 15, if there's a couple ones that are like, hey, these are the vehicle ones, you know, like where it's not... It's meant to be bigger and more open, or just banshees and other crazy hornets and stuff. That'd be right. cool. Uh, variations key, and the quality is key. Like you said, there is no, you can't have esports with not with not good maps, you know. And as we've pointed out, this seems to be a big focus for them. You know, they're kind of building it into the Master Chief Collection, the spectator mode. They've been adamant about pros kind of coming back to the scene and working yeah. with the community to get their feedback so it's all it's all there uh, they are setting themselves up for success and we can see that in the beta uh one last thing i will say uh based on the conversation we were just having about about truth and midship now that we've seen midship get updated well for halo 5 off the top of your head what other maps classic mm. maps would you like to see come back Again, not necessarily as remakes, but as, but ha- but what other classic Halo maps would you like to see Halo Fiveified so that they are Damnation. rebuilt but ex- you know acceptable for all the Spartan boost abilities? Damnation, interesting is the first choice. One. Like that's a map that I don't know if I can't get a read on whether or not people like that map. It I don't think it was one of the favorites from back in the day, but I loved it. Um, not only like I thought oh, the you're design, going all the way back to Halo One. I like I love that. It. Yeah, like I that was a map that I remember always being like with my friends, like let's play Damnation because we always played, you know, we played the obvious like Blood Gulch and like Hang 'em High yeah. and uh, all that stuff. But like I'd always be like, I, th- I liked Damnation because there's a lot of vertical angles, there's a lot of big jumps, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like portals and hidden grenades like i love portals like i love to like bait people through portals and be sitting there with a shotgun like waiting for them to come (laughs) through it like i love that stuff it's a good mix of verticality and like long hallways um so that's the map that i would like to see come back also it seems like just in my mind's eye it seems like the type of map that would be really uh conducive to the new movement of halo 5 like lots of jumping lots of sprinting lots of like dodging I think that would be really cool to come back. I'll give you one. Uh, elongation, a.k.a. Oh, longest. It yeah. has to be a lot bigger, right? Yeah, you have it'd to have really, to be you'd, huge. You'd have to elongate it some more and also widen taller, it out a little you know? bit. Yeah, yeah. Tall. Maybe instead but of two levels, make it three levels. That could be a really good one. Yeah, that um, would be interesting. That one is more like... I remember that map being really thin. Like, yeah. really thin. Um, it is. There's the conveyor would, belt in the middle yeah. in the Halo 2 version. I remember... I, I would wonder how the... I mean, so with the with the with the dash or with the boost, you can thrust in any direction, but it kind of nullifies the whole like side to side because it's so <laughs> tiny that map. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd have to you'd have to loosen the belt a little on exactly. that map. That would be yeah, that's a cool one. All right, I'm trying to think of other ones, but yeah, we'll do we'll think about that more. Right in unlocked at ign.com. We're yeah. not we're not doing a a, a giveaway an unlock block this week since it's just a Halo special with the two of us. But yeah, what. Like, oh, maybe actually, you know what? Let's save that question 
for after the beta starts. Once mm. people play it for themselves, True. then they get a, a baseline of what what to what they think about it. But uh, so I think we're done, man. We have yeah. vamped on. This, I mean, emergency podcast unlocked. There were too much Halo. This is true. We, we couldn't <laughs> bottle it up for two more weeks. We had to get it out. There was no way. Yeah, after the, after that ODST news broke, and then uh, and then playing Halo Five, man, it's just too good. I mean, it's we're on past an hour and five minutes so far of an of a. Usually, I have a whole plan of notes. There aren't Not any today, notes this yeah. week. Just Halo today. In fact, hey Maggie, come here. Get up. Join the podcast, Maggie. Come on up. You've been slacking. Come on up. This whole time. Well, you are just... Sl- are you that tired? And we did go on a big walk before this. Come here, Maggie. Come here. I love your dog. Come here. She's great. Come here. Oh. Oh, come here, Maggie. Here. Say hi to she the camera. She does not seem to be into it. No, she is pretty <laughs> wiped out. Oh. There's Maggie the boxer, if you're watching on video. I'm like, can I get down now? <laughs> oh, get Sean. But, Sean, I appreciate you uh, coming in off the clock. Of course, Chat man. Chat some Halo. What was I doing? I was playing Counter-Strike. <laughs> I can come in. Yeah. So, uh, next week, by the way, we have... So, it turns out we didn't miss a... We didn't end up not missing a beat. No awesome. vacation. Which worked out for the listeners. Next week is going to be the outtake show. Awesome. Which is just a bunch of random, completely out-of-context outtakes. <laughs> uh, when I just had the, had the mics recording. Uh, That'll be an interesting. It's episode. not long. It's like a 16-minute show, just a little, little something. Maybe you'll think it's completely not funny and dull and horrible, and you'll be like, "Never do that again." Are but we gonna have jobs after it? <laughs> there... I, I screened it. I, <laughs> okay. I listened to it first to make sure there was no odd, objectionable, or self-incriminating content. Good. Okay. And I cool. think we're in good shape. So look for that. That's gonna be episode 176 next week, and then we'll be back in the office the first week of January. Kicking off 2015 with Podcast Unlocked episode number 177. So, for Sean Finnegan, uh, you want to plug anything real quick? Twitter, etc. I am at I am Finnegan on Twitter and Instagram. Come follow me. I am not I am. Yeah, not I, I am. am the letters I am my as in instant messenger. Yes, or <laughs> incredible miracle for oh, those Starcraft oh, people out there. Oh, nice. I, I guarantee you, one person gets somebody that. got that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am Finnegan. Uh, any videos that you've been working on IGN we should check out? I mean, yes, but I can't think of any of them. I'm on break. My brain's on break. Oh, believe me. Yeah, yeah I hear you too. Uh, yeah, I'll say f- follow me at DMC underscore Ryan and uh, where you can see some of my Halo 5 shenanigans from oh, the yeah, weekend yeah, yeah. as well as obviously all the other things I tweet about. Don't forget, Dying Light is still our IGN first game of the month. We've got some cool videos going up there and then most of them are in the can already. If you haven't been paying attention, the game's super cool. Mirror's Edge meets Left 4 Dead. Uh, yeah, I'm, what more do you need to I'm psyched for it, here. and we've got a lot of neat content on an IGN. And then uh, when we get back in January, we'll have our next IGN first kicking off. So um, that's that. So, yes, for Mr. Finnegan, I'm Mr. McCaffrey. This is the now this is the official live goodbye <laughs> for 2014. We've got the outtake show next week. And then we'll see you guys back here with episode 177 in January. Happy New Year, everybody. See you later.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.